Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Well, please grab a cup of something yummy, sit back and prepare to be energized and inspired. Here in the cafe, we talk about true wealth from the inside out for entrepreneurs. Sometimes the focus is on the inside, as you've heard me say lately. Today, we're going to focus on the outside of entrepreneurial wealth, specifically something we all engage in every day in one way or another, sales. And I've invited a brilliant guest to be with us today to discuss a heart-centered approach to sales and specifically eliminating buyer's resistance. I'm so excited to hear her inspiring tips, and I hope you are too. So let me introduce her. Known for her high energy, passionate, heart-centered, and enthusiastic approach to sales, teaching, and coaching, Connie Whitman has been the CEO of Whitman & Associates LLC for 20 or more years, helping ambitious business owners, leaders, and sales teams build powerhouse organizations. She's a three-time number one international best-selling author of her book, ESP, Easy Sales Process. She's appeared on CBS News, NBC, Market Watch, in the Boston Herald, and others, and is the podcast host of her two international podcasts, The Heart-Centered Sales Leader and Enlightenment of Change. I'm excited she's here today and honored to be her colleague and friend. Welcome to the cafe, Connie Whitman. Thank you, Erica. I'm so excited to be here. And as you were, I know I was muted during your intro. I was giggling because who is that person? (laughs) When someone reads our bio, it it takes you back a little bit, but I've been around the block. So I love it. Thank you. And I'm so excited to be here. You're welcome. And I always say we're in the cafe. So uh, could I pour you a cup of tea or what can I pour you virtually? Um, Yeah, tea would be lovely. Okay, great. I'll pour you tea. (laughs) Well, we have tons to talk about. Let's start with this because I think my listeners are always curious. Can you tell us a little bit about your own journey and story into entrepreneurship and where you are today? Sure. So I I bet that a lot of people have a similar story to mine. So 20 years ago, right? 20 20 plus actually years ago, the company I was working for and in the financial industry, the financial service industry back in the 90s, merger mania was happening, right? All the banks were buying each other out and becoming these regional conglomerates. So my bank was affected as well. And it felt like, Erica, every year, my bank was going, my company was going through merger, merger, merger. And I remember I had two babies at home, a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And I came home and I said to my husband, I I just can't do this anymore. And I didn't want to work for the bank that was buying us. So my husband, he's, we're married almost 30 years. And he said to me, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to get fired. And he's like, and then what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to open a business. And and here's like many entrepreneurs, right? I wanted control of my time because my kids were little and I wanted to be active, but I, we still needed my income. And the second thing I wanted control of my money. I felt like I could be thrown out, you know, thrown out of the corporate realm at any time. And then what do you do? You start over and start over and start over. And I just, I wanted more control. 
but entrepreneurs, don't we want control? Isn't that why we do what we do? I think that's a part of it. Yeah. So you went out on your own and never looked back. Hung out the shingle and said, here we go. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> you said it. And we've been rocking and rolling for 20 years. So, you know, it's up and down, but it's all good. And I, I look back, never could go back to that corporate realm. That just isn't my jam anymore. Well, what I love now with what you do is this whole idea of the heart-centered approach to sales, particularly for those of us in the service industry, this is so key. And anything that you can tell us about eliminating buyer's resistance. So let's start with that avenue and have you, if you can, talk a little bit about what what is buyer's resistance and where does it come from? And the, the important question is, where does it come from? And everybody just pause and think for a minute. We all have buyer's resistance. We've all seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street. We've seen um, Madoff, the new movie that Robert De Niro was in. We've seen Glenn, what, Glenn, Gary, Glenn whatever it Gary, is. Always, Glenn oh, Ross. Yeah. Yes, Glenn, Gary, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross. Always be closing. All of that has created through the years plus our personal experiences where we buy something and the person doesn't deliver. So we feel like we got duped a little bit, right? right. So every one of us have felt that, that <clears throat> angst of the pitch is coming. I'm going to be sold to. And what happens is we naturally, because we're human, we put up, we put up these uh, layers, right? And the layers are good. It's a protection for, for us in a sense. But the layers means that anybody who is a business owner and they're out there selling or, you know, hopefully trying to sell what they, what they're bringing to the world, we're, we're constantly up against those. And I, I talk about five layers of buyer's resistance. They're always there. So the resistance then comes from, in your view, protecting. Definitely. Got it. All right, good. Let's talk about how many layers from your view are there and what are they? So there's really five layers and the, the first one, and, and I have a, a program, right? It's seven, it's seven steps. My book, ESP, Easy Sales Process, Seven Steps to sales success. So the first step is if we show up prepared, we're telling our client right out of the gate, I respect your time because I'm showing up prepared. I'm fast forwarding to get to the client. It's always about the client, right? So that step first um, element or first level of, of buyer's resistance is my time is valuable What's in it for me? How quickly can you get this done, right? Show me the importance of my time. Second layer we get is, why do I want to deal with you, right? There's other people out there, other services, other vendors, other people that offer what you, why you? Why should I deal with you, right? So you're the professional. Um, how do I break down that, that, um, that layer? The next one is, do you even get me? Right. So when we ask in my in my world, that third layer is we have to ask the right questions and let the customer or the client know this is all about you. This is the Erica show. I need to know about Erica. I'm engaged with you. The, the next one is. Do you even hear my answers, right? Am I, are you hearing what my needs are? Are you hearing my pain points? Are you hearing my frustration in whatever life, whatever the situation is? So for me, those two go really closely together because some of us are really good at asking a question, 
but we don't really, we're not really fully present to the client. And what we start doing is, is almost talking over them while they're still answering as if saying, you're not important. I have the answer for you. So you know what? Shut up, sit there and listen to me. I and love that. Go ahead. Do you feel that sometimes? I do. And I was thinking back to a communications course a million years ago um, and was introduced to a concept called already listening. And I think that's what we do. We've already listened to what we think the person said, and that isn't it. And, and which is right. If we're not listening to the client, Erica, how do we really know, number one, that what we're offering is the right fit, right? And, and is the solution for them. And see, that's where my heart centeredness comes in. If I'm not the right vendor, I'll even say to the client, I'm not the right person for you. You, I cannot help you with this situation. Now you and I, you know, we're seasoned. I say we're hot and spicy, Erica. We're not old. We're hot and spicy. I like that. <laughs> yes. So we've been around. So what, what that means really, is we have a ginormous network. So if truly I'm in front of a client and as I ask questions present to listening, right, really hearing them, sometimes it's, you know, I know somebody better for you than even me that really could serve what your situation is. So you hand off. I'm not even asking for the business. I'm connecting them with whoever my colleague is. So I just, this is important. This is an important kind of side thought that I'm having, but when you do that, if I did that for you, Erica, right, you and I are talking and I think, oh, you know, you really need to meet my colleague, Julie. She's truly the expert in what you need X, Y, Z. What would you think of me first? Well, I'd be really um, impressed that you put aside, in a sense, your need and focused on mine and said, this is going to be a better fit for you. That's exactly right. So now the next thing, though, is next time you're with a client, right, or a colleague, and they say something about sales, and they're unsure of that conversation, and you think, um, I got the perfect person. She's a love. She's ethical. She's heart centered. You're going to ref- you didn't even, you didn't even she's buy hot and spicy. She's hot and spicy, but you didn't even buy from me. And yet you're referring to uh, me. Yep. Yeah. Right. So it's the goodwill thing. And the more you give, the more you get. So for me, building or or breaking down those layers through the questioning and listening, right, that I do hear you. I believe this is in my world. You should be listening 70 percent of the time. We who, you know, the service provider who's who's hopefully going to offer something to the client. We really should only be speaking about 30% of the time. And then that's the fifth layer of if you did a really good job earning the respect through their time, earning the respect as as truly the professional that can serve them, that they want to work with you, right? The like factor. Then you really ask those questions and listen. So the client felt heard and appreciated and loved. I'm going to use that word loved. When you get to the next step, if it's a good match and you make your offer that 30%, now you're talking your offer, three things are going to happen. The client is going to be, oh my goodness, Erica, where have you been my whole life? Very eager to get started. It's a perfect fit. The second thing I always say is sometimes you, me, whoever, right, who's ever making the offer says, you know, you definitely need me. You have these three other things that are taking up all your time right now. Let's not add more 
into this because then nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get better. Let's stay in touch and plan on a month from now. We'll start my program. We'll start my coaching, whatever it is that you're offering. So one is, oh my goodness, let's get this going now. Second is, you're not ready for me. Let's start this in a month. And and again, they feel heard and appreciated because they have all this other stuff going on. I'm taking the I'm taking the overwhelm away and we'll we'll schedule this for a month or whatever. Or the third thing is, like I said before, I'm really not the right solution. My colleague Erica is really the one who could service you better than me. They're the only three things that happen. So notice, Erica, I didn't say objection. In my world, if you do this whole dance, and that's really what it is, that connection. I call it the unconscious conversation. It's always going on. As soon as you become in control of that unconscious conversation, right? Eliminating those layers. The the music is playing, we're in sync with our client. And then that's when the magic happens. So it's, it's really a fine dance and we certainly shouldn't be getting objections. And if you are getting objections, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. You know, the typical things. I don't know if this is the right fit. I need to talk to my colleague, my partner, whoever. Their are objections. I'm telling you, in that first five, you, you didn't break down one or two of the uh, layers of buyer's resistance. And that's why you're losing the sale. Oh, so there you go. So let's say somebody does identify the fact that one of the things that keeps happening for them is they're losing the sale and one or two of the pieces of resistance that come up, come up, you could then point them back to what the layers were they might've missed. Absolutely. And, and it will, once you understand it and you master it, you can easily navigate and, and know which is the the buyer's resistance that glitches where you glitch, you're going to figure it out fairly easily, but then you have to master it to undo that damage, right. To, to break through that layer. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm saying this right now and Connie and I haven't prepared for this and I'm just talking off the top of my head, but I want y'all to hear um, this because I think it's kind of a cool idea. Connie, we'll see what you think. With what I do with regard to identifying saboteurs, how we sabotage ourselves in life in general and how we access our sage, couldn't you imagine you and I teaming up and putting together um, like a double whammy with some of your stuff and some of my stuff? Oh my gosh. All right, people, stay tuned. You You heard it here. I, yeah. And here's the other thing too, you, you know, that mindset piece, if we can't get out of our own head, how can we possibly understand that unconscious conversation that's going on our energy, their energy, they have hangups, we have hangups. If we can't even get rid of our own crap, how can we potentially help the client with their, you know, crap, you know what I'm saying with their, their problem or situation? Yeah. I, I think we could create some magic, Eric. I'm loving it. Okay, cool. Well, we'll we'll be announcing that, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> so with all of that said, I'm sure my people would love to learn more. What do you got coming up? What do you want to tell people about? Because I'd love to invite my audience to look deeper into your work. So July 28th and August 
third, I'm actually doing two 90 minute workshops and they're workshops. I believe in engagement. So I'm going to talk about the five layers of buyer's resistance. And I have a free gift, which we're going to give everybody the link to. So be really cool if they take, I have a communication style assessment. And that is one of the tools that I teach and share for people to learn about so that we can get in control of that unconscious conversation that's always happening. You have to be aware of it. You have to understand how to navigate it. And then you have to understand how to control it. So my my communication style assessment, I'm actually during the workshops, if they if people take the CSA, the communication style assessment, I'm going to do some live coaching, laser coaching. Hopefully, I'm going to do about a good 20 minutes. So I I could be I could probably coach about five people, six people during that time frame. And what I'll do is I'll talk about what your strengths are and how to really leverage them. And I'm also going to share because our strengths, when overused, become a, a, a severe blind spot that we're repelling people and we don't even know it. Additionally, we get you'll they get two reports. One with their superpower is. And watch, here's here's where you could kind of shoot yourself in the foot with that superpower. But I also share their lowest style, which is the one, it's the style that's so not like you that you don't even you don't even see it. So as soon as you have a client that their highest is your lowest, you're out of sync, right there you've lost the sale because you have to learn how to modify and adjust to give that client what they need. So we have a selling style. Clients have a buying style. I'm going to teach people what their selling style is. You know, in 90 minutes, I can't teach, you know, the buying styles too, but we certainly can delve in so people understand their selling style and things to just be mindful of so they don't shoot themselves in the foot. It should be a lot of fun. I'm about engagement. So yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. So if people are listening to this after August, let's make sure that in the show notes, we not only put in links to the free assessment, links to the upcoming masterclass webinar, and any other way, the probably your website and other ways they can find out things for the future. Absolutely. And and best bet is I run these workshops basically every 10 to 12 weeks. So if they miss the one in July and August, um, starting my master masterclass mid-August, you know, there'll be replays as well as, you know, in the fall, I'll be offering it again. They can email me. I could put them into the, um, you know, the wait list, so to speak. Cool. And it's all, it's virtual. All virtual. Yeah. I'm, I am embracing this whole zoom world because what you, and you, you, I think this happened to as well. That's how we met through a networking, through someone we're across the country and, you know, it gone are the days of networking in your backyard. As far as I'm concerned, I want to play bigger. I want to serve bigger. I want to meet bigger. Like I let's go change the world, Erica. We can do this. I think so. And so can our listeners and they're going to jump in. So let's uh, wrap up with this. I mean, I know I'm just throwing you a little curveball here, but you know, I'm good at that. (laughs) (laughs) It's my superpower. (laughs) What are some final um, overcoming resistance or sales tips that you might want to leave people with? I I think that a couple. All right. So I'm a visual learner. So since we're, this is audio, right? Remember, you have two ears and one mouth. 
So just that alone, if you find you're talking more than 50%, find your virtual duct tape, put it on. We really have to go into listening mode. So that's just a visual. Really, really, we should be listening about 70% of the time. But the 50-50 is, is a good place to start. Second thing is be prepared. Just be prepared. Show up with everything you need. You know, I always have an agenda that I give the client, even if we're on Zoom, and we go line by line so they know where I'm taking them. So number one, they know, oh, she's prepared. Number two, they're buying in because they they understand the flow of all the information I need before I can even begin to make a recommendation on how I can serve them or help them. So those those would be the two big ones. Really be prepared, show up prepared and listen. That listening really, that's the heart centeredness, right? The client, if the client doesn't matter fully to us, ah, you're on dangerous territory. Oh, the client has to matter. Boy, let's get that on a t-shirt, right? <laughs> oh goodness. Connie, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here in the cafe today. Uh, make sure I know, do what I said and, and hook people up with you. It's been love it. A delight. Thank you so much. Back at you. So much fun, Eric. I just, I'm so happy we met. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored. And I, I do hope your listeners found value in our conversation. Okay. Wealthies always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All the information in today's episode, including the social media links for Connie, her free gift, her workshops are all in the show notes. And don't forget, please take a minute to rate and review the podcasts. Love you all. Until next week, be well and be awesome. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.